Welcome to WrestleWolf Brother Dudes and Dudettes. This is your NWA Power Recap and Review. I'm your host, Dr. Damian Gibson, DMD. And uh, we're going to talk some NWA, National Wrestling Alliance. Uh, after last week's episode, uh, the first one back in a long time for me, uh, I was super excited uh, for this week. Uh, Austin Idol's on the desk, and I'm a little nervous. Um, I can understand the um, impulse to use Austin Idol. Um, I just don't know. I don't know. He seems kind of incapable of being anything other than himself, which in one way is great as a character. But when he's trying to convey what the story is, which is essentially what the commentators are, they're the narrators. Um, if you've got someone who's talking over the top of other people and stuff, that doesn't help. <laughs> um, but they are working with a limited roster, which is growing all the time. But anyway, let's get into it. We cut to Camille being interviewed, and uh, she says the Strictly Business will will get their shit together, essentially. Um, Camille says that uh, attacking Melina was for Melina running her mouth, uh, and um, she's not even sure why she's dealing with Melina, because she's never been an NWA champ. Um, Camille has improved out of sight on the mic. I mean, she's still there's still room for improvement, but um, she legitimately comes across like a champion, like a, um, you know, a foundation block for a company. Uh, she's great. I would be keeping the belt on her for as long as possible and, and growing uh, the female roster around her. Um, then we have uh, the men's champ, Trevor Murdoch, appear at the podium. Camille's wandered off. Uh, he says that... Uh, Jack Stain uh, is the biggest bitch in the room. You can tell when wrestlers are being super serious because they'll use the word bitch. Somehow that seems to be the word that you can get away with saying uh, on TV, even though NWA are on fight. So I'm not sure. I think they could be swearing all over the place. And there, are there standards to, I don't, like to streaming services? There must be, right? Uh, Trevor says that he'll fight Jack, uh, but he has to come at him correct. He can't just attack him from behind like he did last week. You know, he's got to challenge him like a man. Uh, DePope arrives, so a lot of people coming and going at the podium this week. Uh, and, uh, he's asked whether he would challenge Trevor Murdoch for the NWA Championship because he's one of the 7,000 people who have a title opportunity after NWA 73, um, the big pay-per-view they had a few weeks ago. Uh, he says that he'll let us all know next week. I think he's going to say yes. Uh, we've got a Lucha Scramble match next, uh, between Ilbegotten slice Boogie. Uh, and the all-day Marche Rocket, or Roche, uh, and La Rebellion. Um, this format of match I really love. So it's essentially three tag teams, um, but if one partner is counted out, the other partner carries on. So essentially you have to count out uh, both members of the tag team for them to be eliminated from the match. I really think you could 
I really think this is a format that could be used uh, in a kind of <coughs> Survivor Series slash Royal Rumble style. I would love to see uh, AEW or Impact use this type of uh, match. If no one else is using it, it's something that NWA should definitely employ a lot. Um, La, La Rebellion, uh, a great tag team to watch. Uh, they work very, very snugly, which is a very sort of Mexican-Japanese thing. But, um, yeah, man, they look like they were hitting really hard. I really, as I was saying, I really like the format of this match. Um, there were some chops here between uh, Mecha Wolf and, and Marche that were... I was, like, <laughs> was curling up in my chair watching it. Um, Mecha Wolf's 360 uh, splash was fantastic to win. Um, yeah, great match and a testament to the caliber of matches that I'm seeing since coming back to, to the NWA. There isn't, um, a huge amount of star power. Uh, Murdoch and Aldous are probably, um, it, uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the, the matches I'm seeing, like Lala Rebellion, uh, uh, great, um, yeah, this this was fantastic. Uh, speaking of star power, I think Aaron Stevens is someone who's who's got it there. Him and Kratos are being interviewed. They're still a tag team, even though they've essentially been attacking each other on and off all throughout season five of Power. Uh, Kratos says that Aaron needs to heal up. You know, he needs to be more of a villain, more vicious, uh, and uh, be a beast. You know, um, that he's never fit in anywhere that he's gone. Uh, he hasn't even been accepted by his father. That seemed, it's just seemed a bit unnecessary. Uh, he says that uh, Aaron cost them the tag team belts, uh, but if he's more of a uh, an arsehole, essentially, they can get the belts back. Um, yeah. I mean, I really like Aaron Stevens. I think Aaron Stevens has the ability to be... Um, I, th I think he could be a good signing for one of the the bigger companies. Not that I want NWA's roster to be completely stripped of everybody, but I just, if I was looking around, I mean, AEW is pretty stacked at the moment, so I don't, but Impact definitely could use um, Aaron. Yeah, he's just great. He, he looks good as well. Looks like he's trimmed down a little bit in between, um, you know, in, in my break from NWA. Um yeah, I feel like this tag team storyline may be a way of propelling Aaron into the into the singles uh, storyline. Next up, we've got James Storm versus Judas. Uh, there's some okay spots in this, but nothing to write home about. Uh, Storm hits a super kick, gets the one, two, three. And Judas sits up and, and stares at Storm, kind of Undertaker-ish style. Storm rolls out and heads out to the bar to knock the froth off one. Uh, next up, we had... Uh, well, it was meant to be a match, Kylie Ray versus uh, Lady Frost. There was an interview first, the tag team champs, the Hex come in um, and and challenge Lady Frost because she had gotten involved in uh, Alison Kay's match the week before. There's a really stumbling promo here, like a lot of gaps, a lot of uh, dead air. That That's something that needs to be improved a bit in NWA, I think. There's... It does. This season comes a lot comes across as a lot more professional than season five, and I understand the reasons for it. COVID has been a complete pain in the ass for everybody, and NWA will slowly improve. They've lost key personnel as well, but there are 
you could edit these things a bit better. Um, you know, I realize that I probably do the same things with the amount of ums and ums in my podcast, but there, this was just a bit of a hodgepodge of a promo. Essentially, the point of it was that there was a uh, the the singles match had become a three way dance. Uh, Kylie Ray, Alison Kay, and Lady Frost is happening now. Kylie Ray gets the win in this one. Uh, it's exactly what should have happened, though. Uh, Kylie Ray is a potential star. I I think a after the Molina um, Camille feud, Kylie Ray versus Camille is probably the obvious feud for me. I think you could actually get quite a few people into watching NWA with those two going head to head. Yeah, it's interesting the St. Louis um, them filming at St. Louis. I assume they filmed a whole season of Power at this particular hotel where i think that's where they did nwa 73 and stuff as well um if they can i think if they could get back to the old studio and and put this roster into that studio then we'd start to see the best results for nwa but anyway this was this was good and kylie ray definitely should be moving up to the the top of the card uh tyrus cuts out cuts cuts a really good promo <laughs> uh, really heelish shit he's sort of doing like a right wing thing um you know, he says things like, oh, I thought this was a red state. Why don't you guys go and watch CNN, go and drink some herbal tea, really trying to like get under the skin of the audience. They're not having it. The woman last week who was ranting racist shit in the crowd's obviously been kicked out. Uh, then announces that he's going to take on uh, Jordan Clearwater and that they'll, they'll have a fair match, which we all know is not going to happen because they're in the same faction. Um, does that faction have a name, Tyrus's faction? If it does, let me know, because I haven't picked up on it. I haven't taken any note of that. Then we come to the main event. Tim Storm and Nick Aldis versus Tom Latimer and Chris Adonis. There's sort of this weird thing going on where Aldis and, and Strictly Business are being sort of sportsmanlike to each other. Nick Aldis is especially. Uh, so it's a this is a pretty short match. Uh, Aldis and Storm get the win, so they get a clean, you know, babyface win. Um, there's a handshake and a hug between Latimer and Aldous that's sort of facilitated by Storm. Uh, then Adonis comes in, low blows Aldous, um, and then a beatdown in shoes where they just beat the the holy hell out of Tim Storm, but really get into to Nick Aldous. Um, and this was done really well. Austin Idols is off uh, commentary by now, thankfully. <laughs> And Joe and Velvet Sky do a really good job of selling this. They're, they're sort of doing the like, oh, no, oh my God, this is hard to watch sort of thing. Um, Mickey James came down. Uh, Nick Aldis is laid out completely. Mickey James comes down and is like, you know, hunched over. Um, Nick Aldis's body is crying. Nick Aldis is doing the sort of convulsing concussion thing with like, um, you know, foaming at the mouth and they put him on a the ambos come out and they put him on a stretcher and wheel him out tim storms comforting mickey james it was all done really well like i, I think they sold all of this really really well and for um you know it's sort of similar to what impact does week in week out with the, the less production values less of a budget um they rely really heavily on their wrestlers to sell and uh, you can tell that the top people 
on the small roster of NWA were involved in this. Mickey James, Nick Aldis, Tim Storm, um, all doing fantastic work. Even um, Latimer and, and Adonis were good in their roles. So it looks like essentially Nick Aldis has been kicked out of strictly business uh, and it's now Adonis, Latimer and, and Camille. With the amount of people that they have on the roster, it makes sense to have Aldous turn face. I think he'll he'll be uh, taking a break for a while. Um, yes, I assume Tim Storm will now be going up against uh, Strictly Business, uh, which you know could be could be a lot worse uh, as the sort of story beneath Trevor Murdoch taking on this endless <laughs> stream of people who seem to have won championship shots at, at NWA 73. This was another solid episode. I'm really enjoying NWA again. Um, I think there's still a lot of room for improvement, but a lot of that is just sort of me nitpicking at production things, you know, microphone levels, um, just the, you know, there's still quite a few sort of empty seats to the side there, which, you know, it's COVID, so they can't, you know, it's going to be hard to get people to places and uh, I get all that. But, um, you know, as long as they keep sort of churning out the uh, solid product that they are at the moment, I think people will slowly come back to, to NWA. If you're listening to this to sort of check in with them, they're doing good stuff. I, I know there's a lot of wrestling around it as well and that's that's difficult even me this week i was like geez i'm gonna really struggle to have time to watch everything and do podcasts so um having said that uh i should probably wrap it up there thank you to everyone who is listening to the new formats it seems to be the most popular thing we've done so that's great um let us know if you want me to i've been thinking about maybe doing um uh, Nitro again and picking up where Matt and I left off. Uh, speaking of Matt, he will be joining me in the studio on Saturday and we're going to be doing one of our drafts. So if you haven't listened to a WrestleWolf draft before, essentially we uh, set a proviso. I think this uh, this time around we will essentially have a promotion each and we can pick, uh, I think it's uh, 15 male wrestlers, 10 female and 10 tag wrestlers to essentially build our own promotions and we take turns um drafting it sound uh, it's heaps of fun and people seem to really enjoy it so um yeah i'm looking forward to that it'd be good to have matt back on the podcast um you know i kept telling you guys that he's still involved (laughs) so um yeah maybe we'll have a chat about doing some wcw stuff again but anyway until next time brother friends may your wrestling be good wrestling and good night